Hello, 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 and welcome to the very first episode of Essentially Eddie. So, I've been working on getting this podcast up and loaded and launched for a hot minute now, and we're finally here. I'm very excited for the channel. Um, I have some very big uh, plans for it. Um, So, pretty much each week, what I'm pretty much going to do is... I'm going to have a guest on um, every week, and we're just going to be talking about, like, everything, honestly. So, um, thank you for subscribing or following or whatever the hell you do to a podcast, but um, thank you for listening. Um, so, I only think that it's in good fashion that for my very first episode, I have someone, like, my very first guest, I have someone who is very near and dear to me. Um, I have Miss Hannah Siebold today, and she is one of my absolute very best friends. Hannah, go ahead and say hi to the people. Hi, I'm so excited to be on Essentially Eddie. Thank you for coming. Are you excited? <laughs> I am. It's so surreal because I remember when you first kind of came up with this concept. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy to watch from when it was like an idea. your brainchild. Yeah. yeah. And now we're like sitting in the studio we're in production we're in production we're in, this is a movie <laughs> no i'm so excited yeah because i remember i used to talk to you about it and i was like i want to do a podcast i want to do a podcast and uh, literally i had no sense of um direction as to like what i want to do what i want to mm-hmm. talk about like so i think i just got a game plan and then i just did it like this <laughs> Nothing to it, but to do it. I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that, cut that, cut that. Um, But yeah, so I'm excited to have you here. Um, Hannah is visiting Atlanta for the weekend. Um, I just recently moved to Atlanta, and she came down to see me, hang out with me, see the city. How are you liking Atlanta so far? I really like Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Uh, Growing up in Chicago, as you know, it's very similar to the vibe in downtown Atlanta. For sure, for sure. Um, just like in every city, there are still people who make you nervous, <laughs> but that's just kind of... Can we please life. talk about <laughs> yesterday? Okay, so <laughs> let, let me put myself on blast real quick. <laughs> so we were downtown, we were in Midtown, and we went and we got a coffee. <laughs> Sorry. We went and got a coffee, and... You know, I'm not paranoid. I'm just aware of my surroundings. You know, I've worked in probation. I've worked in the coroner's office. I currently work in law. Like, I've seen a lot of stuff, and I kind of know the signs of potential danger. And I'm also a woman, and I'm also kind of cute. I was giving slight paranoid. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. Anyway. So, no, but... But don't sit there and tell me this isn't valid, because this was valid. No, it is. It is. This is a real real true story. This man was staring at me and he had these little bug eyes like just staring at me and i'm like it was so creepy it was so creepy i'm like eddie he like won't stop staring at me and he was like he was he was very ballsy like he looked at my face yeah and like like he wasn't he was looking at me and i was looking at eddie and eddie was looking at him (laughs) looking at me like it was very obvious Uh, because we were (laughs) taking pictures and then uh, 
we like look because I noticed him at first, but then I saw him looking and I was like, okay, maybe he's just looking because we're taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And then when you like pointed it out to when like we when we got ready to like start walking, he was still looking. Yeah, and so I go, yeah. we started walking, and he started following us. So I'm like Eddie, like we got probably a block or two. Yeah. And I'm like Eddie, he's Eddie, he's still following, following us. still coming, <laughs> he's still coming. And so he's like, okay, well let's turn around and we'll go down the other direction. Yeah. And he turns around with us. Yeah. And follows us. So Eddie's and then like, I said, cross the street. We're gonna cross the street. And he, and he crosses the street. the street with us. I said, oh hell. <laughs> I said, stay right here. I'm about to go talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> so it. Okay, this part is where I feel a little silly. He. <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> So he had something in his hand that looked like a lead pipe. And so I'm telling Eddie, because he's like, you're with me. You need to give me some credit. Like, if you're with me, I'm, like, I'm going to keep okay. you safe. you're okay. Like, I'm going to make sure you're okay. Right. And so I'm like, Eddie, he's a lead pipe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she goes, no. She goes, Eddie, you don't know, like, what potential danger he could be. Like, he might have a weapon. Like, look, he's already holding something. It's a pipe. I go, <laughs> I look yeah. closer. And I said, wait a minute, Anna, that's a rule of saran wrap. <laughs> he has in, saran wrap. <laughs> like, in my defense. She was convinced. She, like, was he so has convinced. a weapon. Like, <laughs> First of all, I was thinking if you're going to run up on this cat that he's going to like pull a piece or he's going to like abduct me. Yeah, he or... was really going to lay it on me with that saran wrap. <laughs> yeah, he was going to show me you know his what? boss. He's walking behind us. We're not paying attention. He puts his little like grubby nubs in front of us and suffocates us with the saran wrap broad daylights <laughs> yeah yeah that was a very it was a thing like we laugh about it now but like, it was a very like scary situation but yeah it was just know. it it was a horrible situation but yeah. it's funny because <laughs> i was so scared of his weapon and it was it was the saran wrap for me <laughs> <laughs> no that was um a very good little experience city life for atlanta or for hannah but yeah, so um, do you like the city? Like, I do. You like it? It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta has a lot of very pretty people. Oh yes. A lot. Yes, yes. You know, there's nothing bad to look at. Without a doubt. Uh, architecture. Beautiful. Runners, you know, kind Absolutely. of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we went out a couple nights, and that was a lot of fun. It was really cool to experience Atlanta nightlife, mm-hmm. especially because we hit so many different places. Yeah. I found my new favorite store in the whole wide world. Oh, God. And <laughs> I spent a lot of money there, but I'm very excited about it. Indeed. Did you like the, um, cause so Hannah's been here all weekend. Um, she's getting ready to leave tomorrow, but mm-hmm. um, what was your, what's been your favorite spot so far? I already know it's the store that you went Besides to. Besides the store. Yeah. Because that's obvious. <laughs> Honestly, oh, this is corny and annoying. <laughs> My favorite spot. Oh, I wish I had a better answer. Like, because I really did. I love like, the club we went to last night. Do you like the restaurants, like the clubs? Like, oh, if I could finish my thought. Oh, hmm? pop off. <laughs> no, I, I had a really good time everywhere we went. I really loved the club we went to last night. But my favorite memory from the trip so far mm-hmm. was when we started our morning yesterday and we were just sitting out on your porch and we were just enjoying the morning and kind of catching yes. up and talking yes um and you know we were playing with the animals and just kind of like we had a very easy morning it was a very yeah. slow morning we yeah. kind of eased into our day and it was just nice because yeah. we used to do that all the time like I mean, literally I had, every day we had sleepovers all the time yeah and they were like 
just like siblings. Like, yeah. It's never. No, literally. We've never had anything like. Between well, it was that one time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Uh, no, but that was fun. Um, definitely good, like catching up and everything. Um, we did. We sat on the patio and um, we just kind of like talked about stuff like life and just kind of like. We just caught up. Caught up. Yeah. I haven't seen you in four months. When normally I know I would see you every four hours. No, literally. I'm like, gonna go home. Weird <laughs> <laughs> flex because you're always having me to come over or to come over. I would so. come to your house. You're like, I need to get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, what we're going to do is, or actually, so, um, tell the people who you are. I already, I already gave you, like, the intro, said that you're my bestie, it's, like, literally, like, my little sister. Um, go ahead and, I know you like to do this, so, like, go ahead and talk about yourself for a little bit. Oh, my favorite activity. You have a two-minute time limit. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I am currently living in Indiana. Um, I'm a paralegal, which I really enjoy. Eddie uh, couldn't pronounce paralegal, so he, he called me a parallelogram. And I was very confused, and I was, was a little very, inebriated, okay? so He was very confident, though, so I'll give him points for that. I was like, you're a parallelogram, right? Okay. <laughs> he goes, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, um, I love, love, love live music. Uh, festivals are kind of my whole shtick. Mm -hmm. Um I come from two very different sides of family. One is very like business orientated, and then one is very hippie free spirit. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a I'm a good combination of both. I definitely think I'm way more like hippie free spirit. <laughs> when we were at the store yesterday, I let her go. I was just looking at her and I go, "You really are a complex individual, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm an enigma. What can I say? Um, no, I love live music. I love to travel. I'm actually going on a trip out of the country in two months mm -hmm. a first solo trip out of the country for me uh my last solo trip i went camping and hiking by myself and i broke my tibia alone <laughs> in the woods so i'm hoping it's better than that <laughs> but i wouldn't change it because i still had a blast on that trip right. and i found out how strong i really am yeah. and how i don't need anybody period um because i Papa. drug my happy ass Papa. out of the woods and drove half an hour to the nearest er <laughs> and maneuvered everything on crutches <laughs> yeah. and a splint, which is horrible. So um, I don't need no man. I don't need no man. Man, woman, or child. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just very much so. I love to travel. I love live music. Uh, I love to, oh, he's going to make fun of me for this. I love to read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just don't kidding. be mad because I know how to read. Oh, you tried it. <laughs> or at the bookstore, I was like, she was like, do you even know how to read? I'm like, first of all, I love to read, but it's just hard to find things that like actually stimulate Twitter my mind. Twitter doesn't count. First of all, Twitter is my daily news. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. I have two kitties uh, named Calypso and Boogie. They're my whole life. Um, <laughs> relax. Um, yeah, I've got family kind of all over the country. I go visit them when I can. I get a little getaway. Love that. Love that. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have much to that's add. It. <laughs> that was a cute little intro but yeah um we've been friends for about uh five years but who's counting <laughs> five years six months three days 32 seconds <laughs> but you know <laughs> i have an eddie showing no but, and i have a daily countdown <laughs> she's not joking no i'm just kidding but yeah we've been friends for about five years now um still going strong um how do we meet we met uh we met when Studies. I was 18, 
and I was working at Scotty's. Oh, I want to say it was Scotty's because was Scotty's. I was I was a host and you were a server. Yeah. And I'd never met you before, and his name on the schedule was Edward. <laughs> and I like walked to the back, so I'm trying to like meet him and make friends. And I'm like, um, "Are you Edward?" And he like snaps around and looks at me, and he goes, "Would you just call me?" And I go, "Edward." And he goes, "It's Eddie." And I said, "I'm so sorry." Oh my god! Uh... I only call you your government name when I'm mad at you. Yeah, she... and I call you your. Full government name. No, literally. I'm like, could you not? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we went out Scotty's, and a funny story is, I don't know if I ever told. Did I tell you like when I like when we like first met? Could not stand you. You and everybody else. No, I really didn't like you. Why? I wasn't. I don't know. You were just like bubbly, happy. So yes, it pissed me <laughs> off for some reason. I was like, I do not like this girl. But because um, well, we really we didn't hang out that much um like we knew of each other and like we worked together but then like we didn't start hanging out hanging out until like a couple years ago um we still worked together and then uh, it's a different we just like bar. progressively like got closer oh yeah when we started at um mm. wings is when we kind of like got started getting close, close yeah but even when you worked at bevy we were friends because you were working <laughs> that, that event true. that i put on for my sorority when i was social chair really yeah it was the masquerade and, and that was like the at bevy's Oh, yeah, the masquerade. Uh, yeah, it was oh, like wow. some Fiji. Mm-hmm. Mm. No more name dropping. It was us and uh, another organization. Oh, yeah. I think, was that like when we were starting to like talk more? Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, okay. But yeah, um, we just progressively, when I got closer, I gave her a shot. I was like, let me just stop being a Scrooge. Like, I don't even have a reason not to like this girl. She's just happy and it pisses me off. Like, <laughs> yeah, he does only want to see like, you fail. No, literally. Then she, like, I think she, like, made me laugh one day and I was like, okay, she's kind of cool. <laughs> and now my mom will literally FaceTime me and she's like, how's my son? No, literally. I love that woman. No, like, but, you yeah, know, I say, um, Five years now, I'm still going strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you came down, came to visit. Yes, happy um, to be here. Of course. Um, what we're gonna do is, um, we're gonna do a little game, uh, icebreaker game. We damn near already know everything about each other. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know nothing about me, I'm internet. Like, baby, I know it all. I know too much. <laughs> I wish that was true. I've posted a lot on the internet. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, uh, in the 90s, 2000s, 2010s on the internet. That was a, a brutal time for most, I think. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, really drinking coffee, trying to like get our lives together. We had a, a very eventful night last night. Hmm? So we had a very eventful night last night. We've had a very full past couple days. We have. We've been going nonstop. No, literally. But I'm glad we did that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's always fun when we're together, for the most part. For the most part. <laughs> we're either fighting or you're loving each other. <laughs> yeah. Even last night, we were fighting. <laughs> no, but... literally. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> no, but let me tell you what. I love you to death. But last night, he's, like, pissed about something. And he's taking it out on me. And I go, who am I? And she he goes, said, I'm not the enemy. I go, I'm not the enemy. <laughs> and he goes, I'm sorry, it's misdirected. <laughs> like, you know, you're right. I'm really sorry. This is misdirected anger right now. Like, I apologize. She goes, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for the Uber, and he crosses from the median where I'm standing to the curb 
and like just stares at me and I'm staying on the median because I called the Uber and I know which side it's coming to. And so he gets in the Uber, has to recross the street and looks at me and he goes, you made me look like an asshole standing there by myself. I said, what do you mean? That's where it's just standing there on the medium in the middle of the street. Like, I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do because I'm not moving. I go, fine, I'll come up there. But I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I said, good. But no, that was a lot of fun though. There's so many layers to last night. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> last night itself. Last night it was a movie, bro. It was a movie, it was a bro. Movie. It was a definite movie. It was I a didn't... fight club. So, on top of the podcast, I'm supposed to... This mic also picks up everything, so sorry if you guys are hearing, like, background noises and stuff. But, um, in addition to the podcast, um, I plan on uh, um, revamping my YouTube channel as well, so... Um, I'm going to start posting more videos on there as well. Um, this whole weekend, I was supposed to vlog, and I'm pretty sure I have <laughs> I one snippet. <laughs> he has, like, the intro from yesterday morning, and then we never touched it again. Never touched it again. <laughs> like, and I still might post that, because that was kind of cute. But, um, so yeah, in addition to the podcast, make sure you guys look out for my um, YouTube channel as well. Uh, I think I'm going to just go ahead and list everything, like, in the description box. So you guys can just click the links. And then I'm going to have um, all Hannah socials, too, if you guys want to shoot her a follow. But, yeah. So, we're going to get into the game. Um, what we're going to do today, um, it's not really an icebreaker since we know each other so well. But um, we're going to play Never Have I Ever. So incredibly like... nervous. <laughs> Why? Because, <laughs> I don't know, I always lose at that game. <laughs> <laughs> don't put yourself out there like that. <laughs> Just kidding, Mom. Okay, first question never have you ever been in a crazy or been in a crazy fight over a parking spot over a parking spot over a parking spot i don't think i have you have road rage huh you have road rage oh i have horrible road rage. it's so bad but i don't say it to them like i don't get out the car and like try to fight somebody okay. but someone will like cut me off for a yeah. spot or just in general i don't do i swear on your podcast yeah like, how much? Say what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can no, cuss. I, yeah, this is a... It's going to be like a PG-13 podcast for all the listeners out there. R. So Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut No, I have really bad road rage because everyone is stupid except for me. And... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what did she say? Everybody is stupid. Nobody knows how to drive. Nobody knows... Mm-hmm. Next question. Next caller. I have, <laughs> I have road rage. I've never tried to physically fight somebody okay, over. The they're like, yeah, it sounds like you got some anger. Huh? <laughs> like the listeners are like, yeah, it sounds like you're a little angry. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> never mind. You. Draw your next card. Oh. <laughs> Do you want me to skip any or are we just. If it's bad, you don't have to. Like, is it just like a stupid question or is it too deep? No, it's raunchy. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, never have I ever had sex in five different states with different people. You got hoes across the world. You got hoes in different <laughs> area codes. No, I do not. So never have I ever done that. I've just really been focusing on me right now. Um, just getting my life together. I'm just ahead of myself. Like getting my head grounded and focused in that direction so i don't have time for distractions right now 
Especially not in no damn different state. Come on now. <laughs> we really keep up with the people we hear. Talk about a different All right, state. Now. I know that's right. <laughs> All right. Never have I ever faked an orgasm. Oh, God, yeah. Are you joking? <laughs> Fight a dollar for every time that a man has actually made me come. I could maybe get something at five below. Jesus Christ. <laughs> five and below. I don't, I don't fake orgasms for men's egos. So they usually get really frustrated. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know why it's taking you so long. Cause it only takes me like 30 seconds. So I'm a dead. The math uh, ain't mathin'. The ma- make it make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm dead. Never have I ever gone down on someone even though they smelled bad. These are so aggressive. That was very aggressive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't... I, didn't. I said PG-13. <laughs> but now what happens? <laughs> oh, this is good. Uh, for you. Never have I ever woken up with a new tattoo. Uh, no. Huh? Like, if you got really drunk one night and oh. got a tattoo and woke up and you're like, what the hell is that? No, 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 no. Um, I like to plan. So, no. That I know of. No, no. I'm not going to have to think about that that hard. <laughs> no, because you have none. So I'm confused about your so... Yeah, but you don't, like, I've never known you. Like, for as long as I've known you, you haven't gotten a single tattoo. I have six. I know, but my I got... point is... Oh, that's fine, I was done talking. I know. The one on my... <laughs> the arrow... No, you were with... I don't know. I think no, I, already... I was with you when you got your nose pierced. Nose pierced. I haven't got any new ones. I think... Because you were with me when I got my rose. Was that... Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one was my arrow, and I... I want to say I got that like six or seven years ago. Yeah, so I, I haven't get, had any new ones. I get three ones. to four new ones every year, at least. I'm not a huge tattoo guy. Yeah, me neither. Bitch, you're, <laughs> you're covered in tattoos. <laughs> no regrets. I just actually paid a deposit no for one today. You what? I paid a deposit for one this morning when you were cleaning. <laughs> Seriously? I swear to God. Oh, my God. Uh, this girl, she does love her tattoos. But um, I'll do the next card triggered so never have i ever played strip poker at a family get together i'm gonna cross out family just in general and just never ever ever played strip poker, poker strip poker at a get together <laughs> <laughs> um well edward let's talk about it Every time I've ever played strip poker... Actually, let's not talk about it. <laughs> it always seems to be at your house or... Don't expose me like Whatever that. place you're living at the time. Or wherever you're at, really. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be your house. It could be someone you met that night. You know, like... What like Eddie, we, we don't even know them. Like... And then someone's, someone would end up on the stripper pole. Every time. Every time. Every time. Because how could you not? If you're no, playing strip poker, like... you're halfway there. I think that's where everybody always wants to. Like, when we would, like, go out, um, after we come back, we usually go to we my house. We had infamous after parties. No, literally. Like, those people are, like, we some didn't of the know elite. were asking to come. Yes. Like, those are some, like, the, like not even trying to be, like, cocky, but, like, those were some elite parties. Like They were it, so good. We had, oh, we are lucky that the the select few times that the cops came, they were so cool about it. No, literally. For the most part, we were, uh, No, we were pretty respectful. The, um, the Washington house. 
that one was a little bit more crazier, but yeah, um, but it's because it was also bigger. Yeah, um, and, and then the Calvert one. Um, Calvert, you just had bad neighbors. Yeah, because it was our, the area we were in. Um, they weren't really. They didn't like noise or fun or people, so <laughs> they hated when we moved in. <laughs> yeah, but um, um. So yes, I have played strip poker. Do you want me to ask you? I haven't. Okay, I did. Don't Damn, next question. Again. Drag, drag him. <laughs> <laughs> that one was dumb. Um, tea. Ruh -ruh. Never have I ever been a booty call. Bebe. <laughs> he said, I've been a booty call. I've been a mouth call. I've oh, been you a tried dick call. it. So never have I ever. No, I have not. I don't subjectify myself like that. You just call them. Told you. Your booty calls. He was mine. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Great, not to give me. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling on my tea. Um, no, I. He would. I would call him. He would. I, no, I'm not on call. I know. That's what. Okay. Oh, what was it? Never mind. Move on. <laughs> Have you been a booty call? Yeah. Yes. I've been the caller. And a callie. Just because I've been called, though, doesn't mean that I went. Okay. Ooh. Pop your shit. I said, yeah, I know you want me. Yeah. You can't have me. <laughs> I'm dead. Unless I call you, then you better come now. All right now. <laughs> Look. She says, you got 10 minutes to pull up or else. <laughs> I'm going to call my second I said, one. I said, I'm going to rock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next. I need no, an RSVP. <laughs> Never have I ever pierced both of my nipples. I've personally never pierced my nipple. No, I did not personally pierce my own nipples. That wasn't the question. Not you. Just do you, do you have your nipples pierced? Yeah. <laughs> on the on the. I don't care. Okay. I have not personally. I really have nipples, so my, <laughs> <laughs> my nipples are a little inverted. I don't know what's up with them. Like some days they stick out, some days they don't. They look like tattooed on. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shirtless. That's why. Always shirtless. Always Shut shirtless. up. Always pantsless. No, literally. I don't like clothes. I know. Neither do I. Like that's weird. Like, and then people are like so confused when we tell them that we're not dating. No, like, literally. You guys are so comfortable together, and you guys like sleep in the same bed, and neither of you wear clothes. And I'm like, if he touches me, I punch him in the kidneys. I literally just been like farting all day and just like. No, I know. Or <laughs> I hated it. We really are too close. We are too close. We need we need some space. <laughs> this is perfect for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Never have I ever ridiculed a friend so much it brought them to tears. Bebe. <laughs> the first two years of our friendship, that's all I did to Hannah. But actually, I love that you just pulled that card because this is going to be our... Segway. Segway into like the our topic. I never necessarily ridiculed Hannah. Hannah was just a little sensitive sometimes, and, and it's I only. So funny because now I'm not. Yeah. And you are. I've been getting more emotionally inclined to like. I, I just stopped giving feeling a fuck. more. Yeah, and I just stopped caring. Yeah. About I still have that. Like I have that. Like I don't give a fuck mentality, but. No, you're softening. It, it used to be like you know how it was, like it was brutal. I was cutthroat. You didn't feel 
anything. No, literally. And now that you're healing and growing yeah. as a person, mm-hmm. you can recognize your emotions Absolutely. and validate them. I don't know. I think I respect people's, like, other people's feelings a lot more now, Because you can now, understand too. them now. Because oh, you're like, damn, now I've gone through that. I went through that, so now, like, yeah. it gives me a little bit more clarity. I was just a little ignorant. But back in the day. Bebe. <laughs> no, Eddie, our first, like, two years of our friendship, I would never, like, ridicule. No, But I was very, I was tough. I, I would, I've always believed in, like, tough love. And it's like, I always want the best for you. And sometimes that's like me pushing too hard or like I might like, my approach might be a little abrupt. So. <laughs> Let's give an example. Because the first one that pops to my mind Uh-oh. is the weekend you sent me to the ER. Oh my I God. Came, when I came back and instead of being like, oh, are you okay? I'm so glad you're okay. He zoomed in on my hair and he goes, look at those split ends. <laughs> and I said, Eddie, I was in a neck brace. <laughs> To clarify for the <laughs> listeners, I did not put her in the hospital. I did not have We were her. like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. No, I, um, I, we were like messing around. We were horsing around. Yeah, and then and I think she like, she got, okay, let me get to it. I saw, <laughs> I saw make sure all the facts are included. No, okay, so we were like messing around and then she like grabbed me or something. I don't remember like exactly what happened, but I remember like, I like, she was like on my back. And so I, I like, <laughs> suplex me. Like, I got triggered, like PTSD from like, you know, back in the day. So I'm like, oh, what do I do? Like, I feel threatened. So I grab her and I just like flip her over the couch. And I, le- I tried to roll out of it and I landed directly on my neck. And I landed on it so hard. I like landed on my neck, rolled out onto my back. I st- I like sat there laying down and the whole left side of my body like, just twitched and like twitched. And, and one of our friends that was there, she's like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, I can't, I can't move and so i went to the er and i facetimed eddie sobbing because i'm in pain i'm scared i'm oh alone since it was during covid and I, he answers i'm in the neck brace and he goes that's a bit dramatic so that's a little excessive <laughs> that's a little excessive a little and i said fuck you she goes really and then i go i asked her because she's said she supposed to still meet us because we went out that night I'm and she was going to meet up with us. And I asked her, I was like, you're not going to wear that to the bar, are you? <laughs> God, I hate you. I beat you to the bar still, though. You guys were walking out, and I was, like, in front of the bar. And then she goes, yeah, I'm here, guys. With her wristband, like, her like, hospital wristband, wristband still on. She's like, yeah, I made it. Eddie totally just, like, put my neck, it just, uh, my. And then she's just, like, showing off her, like, hospital wristband. I said, like, girl, you're okay. You're at, you're at the bar right now. You're fine. God gives us toughest battles like, to the strongest drinks. soldiers. I was like, this bitch. I really, I, I had to go to the chiropractor and stuff, though. Oh, my God. She goes, Eddie, I swear I have a concussion. I was like, what? I did. They did a CT scan. They thought I had a concussion. Neither here nor there. Right. Okay, like, so the moral of that story is don't sneak up on Eddie. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't have the ass to back up what I was doing. Total ass. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you and me karate kids so bad. Okay. Look. <laughs> But no, so um, the reason why, what was the what was the question? Have you ever ridiculed a friend of the ridiculed a friend? And we said yes. Um, so what we're pretty much um, how we're gonna just like get into it is um, we're gonna talk about relationships and friendships. So I think me and her have like a very good um, excuse me. Um, I think we have like a very good friendship to where 
It's very strong. It's, it's very strong. Solid. And honestly, our growth over the past couple of years is like mind blowing. Considering, like, looking back and like seeing like where we Even were a year ago. Yeah, no, literally. Like looking back and seeing like where we were. Like we were still like we've always been like close, but like. We've how, always I was, been close, but it's so much healthier now. It's healthier, and, and I think it's, it's because we're both growing a lot, like yeah, separately. So that helps our friendship get better. Absolutely. Yeah, because um, a lot of times. Um, so since I just moved to Atlanta, um, actually, even a couple months prior to me moving to Atlanta, um, I just started respecting my mental peace at all costs. Mm -hmm. So I was very cutthroat and precise, like precise about who I let around me and who I allow to have my energy, like who mm -hmm. receives my energy. Mm -hmm. So, um, a lot of people were like, oh, you don't want to hang out with anyone anymore. You you change. You think you're this, you're that. And I'm like, no, I just I just respect my peace. And I feel like if I feel like you're a threat to my peace, you cannot come around me. You stop putting up with shit. I stopped putting up with shit. I was tolerating a lot, a lot, a lot of shit. And it was like biting me in the ass. And I was like, you know what? What am I like? For what? Because at the end of the day, the people who like have fucked me over, like they're going on about their lives. They're living. They're, mm -hmm. they're going on. They don't give two fucks. So... Why should I care or like why do I? Why, I'm not even just gonna put myself in that situation into, anymore. So um, to keep it a buck fifty, you were the same way. People took yeah. took a lot of shit from you. Really? Wait, what do you mean? Before you started growing, mm -hmm. you and I've said this ever since I know you. I've known mm -hmm. you. Your ego has gotten the best of you. What? Yeah, I you, agree. You just. You know, for a while, it was like, your shit don't stink. Because True. you Speak were that bitch. Mm. And you were. Mm -hmm. And you still are. Mm -hmm. But the way that you have grown, yeah. it's that you can recognize that it's not about being better than other people. And it's not about or being, being right like, all the time. Yeah. It's not about, like, being top dog. It's mm -hmm. about, you know, valuing the people in your life. Right. Respecting and other valuing people's, you back. Respecting, like, validating other people's feelings and, like, how they, yeah. like feel about certain situations because um she's right because i think what happened was um i got caught up in party culture party culture and everyone just oh eddie's the i love you da, da, da. like that it definitely went to my head for a hot second you had a reputation of I did, being a good time yeah for sure knowing where to go for a good time mm -hmm. and the thing is about that is Half of those people that I was hanging out with and talking to, they're nowhere to be found now because, because they weren't genuine. They weren't genuine, and I've had to—I have to learn the hard way to cut certain people off. And because uh, for the most longest time, it's like I had a lot of friendships, but at the end of the day, I cannot really call them a friend. You don't have like, a lot of friendships. You have acquaintanceship. Acquaintanceship. Yeah, now I can say that. But back then, I'm like, oh, I got so many friends. I'm so popular. I'm this. I'm that. Everybody. It was a small town. It was. It was. You know, everybody knew everybody's business. Literally. And, I mean, that was just. We literally only had like two bars, so yeah. it's you're seeing the same people, same stuff like every, every night, every same day. And the thing the is, I think something happened. And I'm trying to think about what happened because, like, literally, I should you not. One day, like, something just clicked. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Like, when am I, like, this is a revolve. Like, it's, I'm going in a circle every single day. I wake up, go to work, go to the gym, go out. Wake up, go to work, go to the gym, go out. 
mm-hmm. wake up, go to work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this isn't necessarily how I want to live my life, you know? Right. And I think I started getting, after my last breakup is when I got a lot more clarity. That, I think that's when my healing process and, like, my growth started. Because yeah. after that, it, it, it changed me, for mm-hmm. sure. But for the better, you know, I was definitely hurt. But I feel like feeling those pains and like, or feeling like those feelings turned me into what I am now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, that, I think it made you more human. It made me more human because <laughs> I realized that I'm not invincible. Mm-hmm. I can be hurt. Like, my feelings can be hurt. Like, I can be physically hurt. Like, mm-hmm. you you can be touched. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, and now I just kind of like, I mean, I wouldn't wish down upon anybody, but it definitely gave me like clarity. It's just like, Okay, so what now? Your relationship yeah. just ended. And it's so, so crazy. You know what it is? Hmm. Epiphany. This is what the <laughs> podcast is about. So um, you remember my old friend group, um, how all that happened and like we just stopped being friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, and it's so crazy because all of this stuff was like happening to me at once. So the I had some, a couple, like a group of best friends um, almost like 10 years uh, a friendship we had a, like a falling out and then we were no longer friends anymore literally like i want to say like a month or two later uh relationship of two years that ended and then something else happened it was like huge but i don't remember what it was um but it was just like a big ball like it was i was spiraling i was like i don't have my friendships like i just lost my relationship like i like I was losing a lot, and I think it was just kind of like that's what started making me grind on. Like, I don't know, just I got a lot more focus. Like it definitely changed me because it was like I lost all the stuff, like all the people that I felt like were closest to me. Like these were people I genuinely like loved. My relationship, I genuinely yeah. loved. Like dealing with like that much heartbreak all at once, that's mm-hmm. enough to break somebody. Like break them in half, but like. Failing for me is not an option. Like, quitting mm-hmm. is not an option. Like, being broken is not an option. Like, I have to pick myself up, dust myself off, and keep it pushing. I disagree. What do you mean? I definitely think being broken is an option because I think that is how you came to be the person you are now. I yeah. think it's staying broken that's not staying an Staying broken, yes, yes. I think it's good to break. For sure. And bebe. It's good to break as long as you, you don't shatter. I was snap crackle, but oh, Lord, it, it was one, probably one of the most like darkest periods of my life, mm-hmm. and I had to find a way to get myself out of that because it's like you don't have your friends to rely on anymore to talk to, or help you through your breakup. You don't have the relationship to help you get through you know, the not having those friends anymore. Like it was just me, like I was running a one man show, and I just had to focus on me. I had to get myself together, and I think that's when I started getting a lot more clarity. I started feeling a lot more, um, and I honestly wouldn't change a thing because uh, this is where I am now. You know, like mm-hmm. I always said, I want to live in a big city. Mm-hmm. I always said I want to do, uh, you know, social media influencing. I want to do a podcast. I want to do YouTube. I always said these things, and now I'm actually doing them. And I couldn't do that previously because I was distracted. Too many distractions. Yes, I agree. Like your priorities we, weren't straight. My priorities were not straight, and it's like past like year, like two or year year and a half. Like it's just uh, oh my gosh, my growth. Mm. 
But that don't mean try me, people. I'm still... <laughs> still a savage. Huh? I'm still a motherfucking savage, so let's not go there. No, but I, mm. I really relate to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, I went through a horrible breakup. Mm -hmm. About, it's actually seven months ago, to, almost to the day, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really hard because we lived together. And we lived together for several months after we had broken up. Mm -hmm. And we did not do a good job of keeping boundaries in place. And that, what do you mean? You know, we were broken up. We had two separate rooms. Thankfully, it was a two-bedroom apartment. But there were nights where we were still sharing a bed. Mm -hmm. There were nights where, you know, we were... Sorry. I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it was, it was we tough. were broken up, but we weren't separated enough. Mm -hmm. And I tried really hard to make it that way. And you didn't have time to grow or not grow, but like I have heal. To heal. Yeah. You it was literally... like going, it was quite literally one of the worst periods of my life mm -hmm. because I was, you were really upset. I was so in love with this man. Mm -hmm. And then to see him like every day still, like after the breakup, like that's just, well, and you can attest, I, I cry. I cry a lot. I know. But <laughs> I remember FaceTiming you, hmm. like, wailing yeah. and sobbing. Yeah. And you're like, I can see how hurt you are. You're mm -hmm. like, I I have never seen you like this. Yeah. You were pretty, like, I think that's probably one of the lowest points like, that I've seen you. Yeah. Like, it was, guys, it was so bad. Yeah. We would argue and fight and scream it got to the point like, and we were already broken up like mm -hmm. we were just i don't know what the fuck we were doing because it's already done right but there was a night where i was literally on the floor sobbing mm. and that was a really poignant part of my life for me because from that moment i was like I absolutely refuse to let anybody have that power period over me. i refuse to let period. someone make me feel like that again period and you know i'm still trying to heal mm -hmm. as soon as you know he left him he, he left the state he moved across the country mm -hmm. and he didn't do it quietly <laughs> and he didn't do it respectfully yeah and it was just all really bad how do you think that transformed you into who you are now um i think it has helped me rediscover myself mm -hmm. And learn more about myself because when I was in that relationship, I literally, I worked, I went to the gym, mm -hmm. I went to bed because we worked opposite schedules and I saw him when I could. Yeah. And I only really cared about spending time with him when mm -hmm. we had free time because I didn't get to very often, even though we lived together, we didn't get to spend a ton of time together Right. because he would get home from work when I was going to bed and then he'd go to the gym. Gotcha. So it was just like, we were very much still in a roommate stage for a really long time. And by the time he was ready to start fixing things and trying things after months of me telling him what I needed from him, mm -hmm. I was done. It was too late. Yeah. And I was tired. He was so toxic. I know. Like, he was, he was so toxic. I know. Like, looking really back bad. on it, I'm like, what the, f like, what the fuck? I know. It was really bad. It was really bad. Um, and, you know... Not to say that I wasn't toxic too. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've kind of been reflecting on lately is that mm -hmm. 
it keeps me up at night because I try to be a source of light in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And there's things that I've done that I'm not proud of, especially in that relationship, mm-hmm. that I'm very embarrassed by. Yeah. Because you don't treat people the way that I've treated people before. Yeah. Um, and so that was a really hard pill to swallow for me to not only recognize that I was problematic, that I was doing things that weren't always in the right, mm-hmm. but it was harder to even recognize that and then realize what I should have done. Right. Because then you start to spiral and you're like, mm-hmm. well, if I had done that, maybe then this maybe, would have been different. Yeah. If that was different, maybe we would be here now, yeah. you know? Um, the fact that you can admit that though, like that's growth, like in itself, because most people are like, oh, I didn't do anything wrong. Oh, it was all them. They did. It's their fault. They're the reason our no, relationship ended. I did ended. a lot of stuff wrong. Yeah. We both did. But you can like admit that, which is the difference because the other party, he was like, well, I didn't do anything. Like, what are you talking? Like, you know, just yeah. take accountability. Yeah. That's what people lack is taking accountability in any situation. Like, And there were things that were done to me where he was like, this was almost worse. He took accountability. Yeah. But he made it a point to make sure I knew that he wasn't sorry for it. Yeah. He's like, I understand that I shouldn't have done this, Mm -hmm. but I don't regret it. That is disgusting. And I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) what the hell? Um, But my point to all that was when we broke up, I felt like a lost soul. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who the fuck I was. I didn't know. Like, I'd literally have anxiety attacks because I didn't know what I was interested in. I didn't know what I cared about. I didn't, you know, want to see anybody. I didn't want to go out with friends. I was literally using PTO at my job because I couldn't get out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. I was so, so depressed. And, and I've, I've struggled with depression and, you know, there's been times in my life where it's been really bad and I've been really low. And this was Mm -hmm. one of the worst times. And Honestly, I know that I know that you make fun of me for my cats, but <laughs> they really are like my saving grace. Yeah, I believe that because they can't like survive without me. Mm-hmm. And God forbid I were to do something, it's like, well, then what? Right. So, mm. but you know what? Seven months later, I I feel like I've grown a lot for the better, and mm. I'm finding things that I'm interested in. You know, I'm taking solo trips. I'm you know, reconnecting with my hobbies. I'm playing music again. I play my guitar. Mm-hmm. I'm reading again. I'm putting down books like they're nothing. Like, yeah. I'm growing as a person. I'm getting back into my spirituality. I, Period. I'm making plans for myself. I'm thriving in my job. Mm-hmm. I have really good people in my life. And I cut out those who aren't good in my life. Period. And that's okay because I don't really think, even with the breakup, I don't think that I would change anything mm-hmm. because I think that everybody serves a purpose. I Which think leads me to my next question. <laughs> oh, what is your purpose? Mm. What do you think that you were put here to do? What's your service to society? I think my service to society, my purpose, I think that I'm here to like be a beacon of hope. And I know that that sounds kind of 
egotistical, I think. Um, but I have seen a lot. I've dealt with a lot. Um, I don't actually think I've ever told you this. Did I tell you that I, I like, pulled a, a dead body out of the pool and revived her? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that was like a month or two ago. Oh, no, you definitely didn't tell me that. Okay, well. What? <laughs> <laughs> Casual. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that in a sec. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I very much so feel like a shepherd. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my purpose is to give people hope. My name actually means hope in Hebrew. That's what Hannah means. Really? Mm -hmm. According to my parents, that could be a lie. Because <laughs> we're not Jewish. But... Nobody fact check that. Or fact check, fact -check. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just, I feel like my purpose is to help people feel their best. My goal in life, in every relationship that I have, you know, the reason I bend over backwards till I break my fucking spine mm -hmm. is because I'm terrified of ever making somebody feel the way that I've been made to feel is, at the hands of others. It's a good way to feel. Like, and all of that. It's, but it, it's draining because it is. doing that has Ugh. caused me to... Um, not really know where my boundaries are anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of rediscovering that on this path of growth and, mm -hmm. you know, wellness. You lose focus, like, on yourself because Absolutely. you're too busy putting so much time and energy into others. Yeah. And it's like, you lose that sense of, like, well, hell, I'm taking care of this person, this person. I'm and trying to make sure you're happy. What about me? Damn it. Yeah. What is my mental like? Am I happy? What, right. What's going on? Like, I don't make sure I don't help all these people build them up. Like, get them secure with themselves, make them happy, make this one laugh, make this one enjoy themselves. So, like, but then at the end of the day, like, if I'm looking in the mirror, motherfucker, are you happy? Like, no, that part. Because, and it really, it makes me think it's like sad clown. Like, you're there to entertain everybody. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's like, there's nothing left for you to give mm -hmm. yourself because you've already given every piece of yourself to everybody else. I think that's what I was for the longest. Um, when I was going through, like, my party era, mm -hmm. it was. I have to be on. I gotta be ten Absolutely. at all times. I gotta. Uh, these people want to go out. I gotta show them a good time. I gotta be See, funny, Eddie. Party, Eddie. Turn up, Eddie. This, Eddie. and it's just like, okay, I got it. Like, what y'all want to do? Like, woo, woo. Like, I'll take y'all to this place, whatever. But, but that then, wasn't you. That, that wasn't me. That was, it was Daddy. A fraction of me. Yes, Daddy Ellis. For those, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who know me, um, I have a little persona, which mm -hmm. is Daddy Ellis, um, which he still. Um, a part of me for 1000% which I wouldn't change but uh, he's not you he's not the only anymore. thing that matters cause yeah. I was so focused on being daddy yellow so I forgot who the fuck Eddie was and let's talk about the fact that a few years ago because I read tarot and I'm a very spiritual and this that and the fifth and I yeah. gave Eddie a tarot reading she read me to filth I read him to filth I said don't, don't disrespect me like that <laughs> No, she said, your ego's fucked. You think you're the shit. Uh, I said, you ain't nothing but shit. I said, slow <laughs> down. No, it did. It basically, what the cards had said, I don't remember which cards I had pulled exactly, but it was that you needed an ego death and you needed to chill the fuck out and mm -hmm. you needed to reprioritize. Absolutely. And fast forward, you know, a year or two later, mm -hmm. that's what you've done. Yeah. Without a doubt. Daddy Ellis hasn't exactly died, but he's... Still my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm rebranding all my stuff. I was gonna too. say a uh, little plug. No, I'm I'm rebranding. Um, so Daddy Ellis used to be like um, all my socials and everything, which still is. 
Um, but my new brand, like that, I'm trying to like build a brand off of. That's just going to be simply Eddie Cortez. Like that's a new revamped reversion, like of myself. Um, Daddy Ellis is always going to be a part of me. Like Daddy Ellis was out yeah. last night. Daddy Ellis is every like it's the party monster. Everybody has an alter ego. Party monster, absolutely. Everybody but Eddie Cortez monster. is focus like he's on eddie cortez is getting shit done he's about his business about his motherfucking money mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's about his happiness his peace yeah like at the end of the day like that is most, and that's most the duality of man it's the mm-hmm. i think it's like the angel and the devil on your shoulder without a doubt because he was dancing <laughs> he was listening he was doing a little jig i said you want me to do a two-step he said yes yeah. so <laughs> he said you want to see me do the worm okay and i was belly flopping like, <laughs> but now it's like i have to tone that down because another reason why is that is still a part, a part of me but at the same time that was that was stopping me from growing absolutely um, i you were comfortable i was comfortable i was comfortable mm-hmm. and that is what i want a message to go out so never get comfortable never settle especially you know if you know damn well that you have so much more potential so much more mm-hmm. that you want to do so many more like so many more like goals and stuff like that never settle be like okay well this is easy this is convenient i'll stick i'll keep doing this i'll keep doing this like fuck no if you never the minute that i get comfortable i have to push myself harder i never i'm so glad you said that because i was just about to mm -hmm. being comfortable is one of the most dangerous things you can be i think it's a cop-out because you think it can i explain (laughs) (laughs) before you drag me on this podcast no i mean being like staying comfortable like or settling. Oh, I feel I like see that's, a cop out. that's a cop out. Yes. You're saying what I said was a cop out. Oh no. <laughs> no, absolutely. And we've we've talked about this in private before. Mm-hmm. Where if you're not actively growing mm-hmm. and you're not trying to be the best version of yourself and you're settling into the circumstances you find yourself in because mm-hmm. it's too hard to move forward, mm-hmm. I have no respect for that. I have zero respect for that. Um and that goes with uh the my friendships my relationships that's every relationship every family friends co-workers everyone's like um well why aren't you dating or like why aren't you haven't had any like new friends in a while is because honestly if you don't have that same mentality as maybe not necessarily the same mentality but i don't care like let's just say like whoever i'm gonna like potentially date mm-hmm. um i don't care if you have zero dollars in your bank account i don't care if you have no degree i don't care if you are a you cook at mcdonald like i do not care about any of that but if you show me hey this is what i have right now but this is my plan like this is my like course of action like i don't i have a i'm a fry cook right now but i'm about to get promoted to manager or i have zero dollars right now but this is my plan this this is my if you have a plan if you have a strategic plan if you're not comfortable like if someone was just like yeah that's what i do i'm broke i'm cool with that no you can't be around me if i can add to that yeah i agree to an extent but Mm -hmm. for me personally if you have a plan, mm-hmm. you better be put in motion. No, that's what I mean. Because you need a plan, and I need to you see need to you acting on it. Yes, it. absolutely. Because I've had people in my life who have plans. My last relationship, mm-hmm. he had eight different plans, but made <laughs> he <laughs> drag him. <laughs> he made no attempt, and I, you know, I tried to help every way that I could. I did everything but physically, like get into his body mm-hmm. and be a puppeteer. Right. Like, which is not your responsibility. It's not, which like, I came to realize. If they don't talk that talk, you better be walking that walk. Right. Because I'm literally the same way. I'm like, well, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. It's all about what you want, but what are you, what are you doing? doing? What are you taking the first step to actually initiate? Like, what's yeah. the, you have a plan, mm-hmm. but 
are you actively working towards that? Are you, yeah. is, are you, do you have milestones? Like, do you like, is this a stepping stone to get and to the next step? And they don't have to like, be giant plans. No. They can literally be, I, like for myself, I told you, mm -hmm. I struggle with depression, like yeah. anxiety. I, I'm fucked in the head, folks. <laughs> <laughs> My therapist says I'm batshit crazy, lovingly. I said it for years, but she ain't listening yeah. to me. <laughs> I had to pay somebody to tell me what Eddie's been telling me for years. Whatever. Um, no, I just, oh fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, having a plan? Oh, yes. Um, that was really important to me when I was trying to get my life back on track after this breakup because I was devastated and I didn't know how to go forward. Mm -hmm. And my goals were so small comparatively, but they mm -hmm. were big for me. They Stepping were, stones. Yeah. They were, okay, when you wake up today, make your bed. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I love that. Everyone thinks it's so corny. I absolutely love that. No, people are what's making my bed going to do? It, it's a sense of accomplishment. It's a sense of accomplishment. It and that. it's so much better to mm -hmm. come home and see, like, a clean room, a comfy bed, like, ready. And like, rather I did than, that. Like, it stresses me out to mm -hmm. see that my bed is disheveled. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck, now it's like, everything just feels... It throws you off. It throws you off. It, it definitely throws you off. Like, it, it literally makes it, like, clutter, filth, like, physically and mentally, like... It throws off like your mojo, your mood, like even for like Fun to start. Yes, absolutely. It, it's a real thing. Like so, and like, so. My yeah. point of that being, mm -hmm. your goals don't have to be. Well, in six months, I'm gonna have you know mm -hmm. eight figures in my bank account. Right. But if you do, hit me up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, it can be something as simple as I want to mm -hmm. make sure to meal prep this week, yeah. or I want to get to the grocery. Or, you yeah, know, need I need to run plan. this errand. You, you, if you have a six-day plan, that's something. Like, it's... Baby steps are still steps. Baby as steps. long as you're moving forward, mm -hmm. who cares what pace you're going at? Oh, without a doubt. Because this... My first stepping stone was leaving Indiana to come to Atlanta. Your that, first stepping stone... Not to cut you off, but I'm going to. Your first stepping stone <laughs> was to... Kill Daddy Ellis. Kill Daddy Ellis! Kill him! <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> I've been praying for this. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Waiting for this. Turn it up. <laughs> no, I think as an outsider looking in, but also being someone who knows you so well, mm -hmm. I think your first step was committing to it. Because you've been talking about this for years. Consistency. I like consistency and commitment. Commitment, like, that part. Yes. Because once you made the conscious decision where you're like, I'm not going to keep fucking around. I'm mm -hmm. not going to keep wasting my time. I want to be bigger than this. Mm -hmm. I always That's, want more, but... You were on a war path. You mm -hmm. weren't letting anybody stand in your way. Period. You were about your money. Period. You were cutting the fat off of your life left and right. I was trimming, baby. You left were trimming. And we're scissor hands in this bitch. <laughs> No, but you, that was your first step. And I yes. think that's everybody's first step. It's, it is. It's making the decision that this is what I'm going to do. And commit to it. Exactly. Commit to it. Because yeah. you, like you literally just said, like I've been talking about doing a podcast over a year now. I've been talking about my YouTube and starting my YouTube again. Because um, I started one, but I never committed to it. You know? Um, and so now that I'm actually focused and i'm working because i plan on being my own boss i plan on being an entrepreneur and i plan on i, I, I will be successful i'm gonna go ahead and speak that into ex existence Absolutely. right now so but yeah you already are successful every day that you wake up and choose to better yourself mm -hmm. is success can you rewind back to me like four years hell two years ago do you think i'd be here Fuck no. Yeah, me neither. I think you'd still be in that old town, and I think mm -hmm. you'd still be bartending, and mm -hmm. I think that you would still be doing the same shit with the same people. Mm -hmm. 
like same time throughout the week. And ain't doing a damn thing. Not doing a damn thing. Not a damn thing. You had goals. But I never, I wasn't acting on them. No, you've always had goals, but mm-hmm. you've never, up until now, mm-hmm. you've never committed. I, I never I, committed. I can't get past that word commitment. It's true. that is everything. That is so true. Like, I definitely was not committed. I was like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Oh, I want to do YouTube. Because okay. you're comfortable. Ooh, and you but, had people in your life that you didn't want to lose, but the universe said, you ain't that some lose shit. Them, we're going to take them. Ain't that some shit. But to wrap all this, like, uh, uh, tie it all together... The people that you surround yourself around make a huge impact. Impact mm-hmm. because if the energy's not right, if the vibe's not right, it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy to lose focus on what you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. And I was upset for a little bit. I'm like, oh, I lost this friend. I'm sad. Like I, those the friend group of almost ten years. I was heartbroken. I'm still, you know, upset about it, but. But you've made peace with that. I made peace with that. And now I'm walking in my purpose. And that's what I pretty much want. Like, I advise everyone to do. Walk in your purpose. Walk in your okay. truth. And just genuinely try to be the very first, like very best version of yourself that you can be. Mm-hmm. Respect your peace. Uh, like, protect, prote- your peace. protect your peace at all costs. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It makes such a huge difference when I start, like, difference. Um, when I started protecting my peace and when I started to focus, when I started to get committed, like my life has changed drastically in the past four months. And for the better. For the better. And it's only getting better. Amen. Period. Period. Per. But yeah, so um, and we're going to go ahead and wrap up, guys. Um, we kind of went on a little tangent there, but <laughs> all of it's valuable. Um, I was talking about this with Hannah, um, like off camera or off the air. But I was like, the goal of my podcast and the reason why I want to start a podcast, because my purpose is to enlighten, inspire. Like, I just want someone to listen to the podcast, take something away from it and be like, damn, you know, I want to relate that to my life. Damn, like, you made a good point about that one. Like, damn, like Hannah said that, like, that was deep. You know what I mean? I want, if I was saying, um, I don't really give a damn if two people listen or two million people listeners if one person takes something away from this podcast i did my job and i will be happy i will be that that's why i'm starting this speaking my truth for the longest time i never said like my side of like certain situations or like fallouts and stuff like that but i didn't really feel like i needed to but -hmm. i feel like everybody has a voice and everybody needs that voice to be heard Mm -hmm. and now i have enough confidence and enough you know i just have enough confidence to speak on it because i have a lot to say your, your boy is brainy. Oh, we know. Well, I'm smart. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, relax. <laughs> no, you are. You are, you are. Kind of, kind of no, like, I have a lot to say, and it's very impactful, and I just want people to take something away from that, and I want them to just be the best version of yourself, walk in your purpose, walk in your truth. Like, do you. Be bold. Be brave. Be you. I might make that my, I don't know. I'm still working on it. We're working on the case, <laughs> We're but, still workshopping. We're still workshopping. We're still brainstorming. But yeah, um... That's the gist of the podcast. Like I said, so every week I'm going to have um, a new guest on. And we're just going to be talking about... Hmm. Thank me for coming on. Give me a second. I was working <laughs> on it. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. No, I'm going to leave it in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, each week um, I'm going to have a new guest on. And then we're just going to talk about the nitty gritty. Um, talk about life. Talk about love. Talk about... Literally everything. Clearly, you know, I'm a very funny guy, so we're going to be laughing along the way. And so um, humble. 
Thank you. He's a humble king. <laughs> He's the most humble. I'm kidding. But no, um, I do want to give a very, very special shout out and a huge thank you to Miss Seabold for being my very first guest. I'm really happy that it was you, of all people, to oh. be, like, the first guest because we can talk. We talk about, like, all the stuff that we just talked about, like, on the podcast. We always talk about this shit, like, yeah. privately. And it's like, you know what? <laughs> he said, let me monetize this. I'm like, we need to, <laughs> okay, look. Might as well get paid. Shit. <laughs> No, so, absolutely. I love you. Love you. Thank I'm, you for coming. I'm honored to be on here and even more honored to be the first guest. Period. As I should be. Oh, talk your <laughs> shit. Okay, like we're both very humble. Humble um, kings. No, I just, I love you and I'm proud of you and I can't wait to see where you are. Me, I will not cry on the air. <laughs> I refuse. Do it, pussy. No. Maybe a later <laughs> episode. Stay tuned. <laughs> but no, thank you again for coming. Um... I think we're gonna get some food because we're hungry but yeah so thank you thank you thank you so much for tuning into the very first launch of essentially eddie um make sure you guys hit the notification bell so you guys get notified every time i get ready to post a new podcast um i am gonna put all my socials and everything um in the description box and then i'm gonna throw hannah's in there as well make sure you guys go give her a follow and stay tuned there is so much more to come so <laughs> you guys have a great day all right bye guys